Hey, it's Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks, and you're listening to my main man, Ross Volkmer. He may be a Husker, but he also knows how to rock chalk. And you're listening to the Morning Blitz right here on 1025 You Rock. some research during the break there looking up what the salary cap is for this year and leading into the few years projected in the NFL. So this year, the salary cap, $224.8 million. So Mahomes will take up about 23% of that for the Chiefs. And remember, the salary cap projects to go up each year. Goes up to, it's going to take apparently a massive couple of jumps next few years. $256 million next year in 2024. That means he'd be taking up 21%. And then up to 282, which would be about 19%. So he's going to take up about 20%, give or take a percentage point or two, of the chief salary cap. So over the next uh, over the next four years or so, give it a, give or take a little bit there. So interesting to see once again how that all plays out and how the chief success is uh, with him taking up that about that much amount of room and how they're able to find people through the draft and, and deals as well. Uh, to get NFL playmakers around him. All right, uh, let's shift gears. Let's talk a little high school football here on this Tuesday. We welcome into the program for the second time, almost in a little over a month and a half, Shylin head football coach Chris Walden, who's kind of to spend some time with us this morning after his team's huge win at Ashland on Friday. Coach, good morning. Uh, 62-32, I look at that score and I think, my goodness, you guys dominated down there, and that was against the number one team in the state. Yeah, it's uh <clears throat> the score's a little deceiving. We were actually down thirty to thirty two, um, with about, I don't know, like two or three minutes into the second half. We they scored right out of halftime and we went down and then that was kind of the turning point. We ended up uh held them scoreless the rest of the game and we we scored thirty two points there in the second half from that point on. Um so I would, I guess you could say the second half was more of a dominating performance, but up until that point, I mean, it was a back and forth game the whole time, and um, it definitely could have been better. We missed, uh, we missed five extra point kicks, which which were two points and, and six man, so that would have been another ten points. But um, very, very proud of the effort for sure. So, in your opinion, what changed in the second half to pretty much outscore them and held them scoreless, like thirty-two zero? Yeah, we uh we made a few little minor adjustments on defense and uh I don't know if it was I mean they got really 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 good kids and they have the same team essentially as last year. Um but we were we were doing pretty quite a bit of subbing defensively and getting some different guys in different spots and staying fresh and I, I mean I don't know I think that that played a big part of it but just some minor adjustments on defense, and that was stuff that the kids were seeing on the field, and they were coming off and telling us, "Hey, let's let's try this one time, and if it works, let's stick with it." And so that was the the main thing there. And at the end of the game, uh, in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, they were I think we had them down by either ten or sixteen points at one point, and then they had to start throwing the ball, and um, we got three three picks on four and four possessions on them. And that, I mean, that really sealed the deal. And two of the picks were pick sixes. And so you get a couple of defensive scores like that late in the game. And that really blows it wide open. So Chris Walden is our guest here on the morning blitz. As we talk about his team's three and O start, uh, including a blowout win in the second half, at least over, uh, over Ashland. I mean, that had to be, you got to be so proud uh, of the fact that, you know, long bus trip down there to put that, put together that kind of performance. I mean, that had to be such a proud coaching moment. 
That was for sure. I told the guys that several times after the game and on the bus ride home. Um, all five hours that we got to sit on the bus on the trip home and five hours down there, we had a lot of time to think about what we were going to do. And and then on the way home, a lot of time to enjoy the moment. But, yeah, I was definitely proud. And then that's always the biggest concern with me. And in our six-man group, uh, I mean, we get a lot of long road trips. I mean, three, four-hour bus rides is not hasn't been uncommon for us in the past six, seven, eight years. Um, five hours is definitely probably, I mean, the longest trip we've had and we did it last year when we went down there in the playoffs and got beat. But, um, I think, I think going down there last year in the playoffs and the kids realize how far of a bus ride it is, what they got to do to prepare. And then we make a couple stops on the trip just to let everybody get off and stretch their legs and, and stay loose. So we don't, don't come off the bus still sleepwalking. But, um, yeah, I mean, proud is proud is exactly the word I would use to describe my feelings after the game and my emotion after the game and, and uh, told the kids, enjoy it for enjoy it till you fall asleep. And when you wake up, we're going to start worrying about Northern Valley this week. So uh, what time do you guys have to leave the school to get down there on a so game, Ashland Friday, game? Yeah. Friday, the game started at seven. We left bird city at 1130 Friday morning. And you got back at what time? Um, we pulled back into the school at 3.15. Oh, I my got home gosh. about 4 o'clock. Oh, my Yeah. That's college stuff, you know? I mean, that's, yeah. what, that's what the guy, you know, they get, you know, play primetime game and they fly home, they get home at 4 o'clock in the morning. I mean, oh, yeah. that's that's crazy. It's high school, man. Yeah. No, and their plane would be handy. We're, we're looking yeah. for sponsors. So. <laughs> looking for sponsors. So, there you go. If any pilots are out there, Shiloh Cougar football looking. It wouldn't have to be a big plane. It's only six-man, nope. so, you know, you yep. wouldn't have to get many on there. No, a 20-seater 20, 20 would be fine. I'm not asking for much here. So. I love it. We've never had anybody ask for a plane sponsorship, but, boy, I love it that we are having that. Uh, if for more information, you want to contact Chris Walden, head coach of Shiloh Football. He's looking for a 20-seater plane so they can fly down to Ashton. That's unbelievable. 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that That's, was a long day. Long oh, day. think about Oh, yeah, it's just hard. And once again, it goes back to the point how proud you got to be of your kids to – sit on that bus and to get that win and then to come back and be focused for next week that's it's amazing to think about how yep. how impressive that run is uh you mentioned a point earlier in our conversation chris about how the kids were coming off the field telling you what you've seen that's got to be such a neat thing as a coach you've you've brought these kids up from when they were young to where they are now and now they're helping coach and lead the team giving you advice on what to do yeah, it is. And that, I mean a couple of years ago that in 20 that's what that team did a lot of they did a lot of self-adjustments on the field or running things by me and coach McCarty and what, what, what they thought would work. And, you know, in my opinion, those are your best teams. When you've got two, three, four kids on the field, they can kind of help see things from a different angle. Obviously they see things different on the field than we do. I mean, they're out there playing and we're looking at the, from the sidelines, but that's, that's been our best groups that we've had is, is those teams that can kind of self-adjust on the field and that they're looking for different things and looking for, Oh, I think I can get a little bit of an, a mismatch on the D line if I shoot this gap in, in this formation, and then uh, okay, let's try it. And that was the little adjustments like that 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 made that were probably the biggest keys to the game and the biggest keys to us kind of blowing it open in the second half. Well, Chris Wolden, our guest here, Logan McCarty, your senior quarterback, goes twelve of twenty three, three twenty two, five touchdowns. But to me, the most impressive part: zero picks. I mean, to be that smart with the football. 
at the quarterback spot is is huge. I mean, you're you're limiting the opposition to getting any other chances of getting into a ball game if you hold on to the ball that great. Yeah, and yeah, Logan, he's been pretty famous for for doing that over his whole career, even when he was a freshman. I mean, I, I don't know. I think for his career, he's he's thrown like maybe 11 interceptions in four years, and um, he's just very smart with the football. And then a lot of that comes from him having a lot of confidence in, in his ability to throw. Um, there was some throws on Friday night when they left his hand. I was just like, oh, this is going to be bad. And he drops it right in over top of the defender, right in there's one spot that it could go in and we can catch it. And I mean, it's the perfect pass. And a couple of those went for 40 and 50 yards. One of them was a touchdown. And I mean, it's just, you get a guy like that that's got a, an arm like he does. And that, that definitely, you can change the tide of the game and the momentum. And you can be a little riskier on your play calling. I mean, he'll bail you out if you put him in a bad spot, which is pretty handy. No, absolutely. Uh, uh, I love how coaches used to call it. You know, that you guys like you know your your Logan McCarty's, your Pablo Ramirez, your Brady Ketzner's. You know, they, they call them cologne. You know, they cover up all the stench that that you know that you might be doing as a coach. You know, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and I've had a lot of good ones in the past eight years. I'll tell you that. No, so. yeah, absolutely, you have for sure. Uh, once again, talking to Chris Walden, he's the head football coach of the Shyland Cougars. They're coming off a massive sixty-two thirty-two win over number one ranked Ashland. Uh, you guys get Northern Valley, like you said, this weekend. That's no slouch. That's another great program you're going to face here in back-to-back weeks. Yeah, and, we're, and, and the unfortunate part about the Ashland game, um, I told the kids this in the locker room after the game. I said, hey, this game is – this was awesome. We go down here and win a game like this. But in the grand scheme of things, this game <laughs> did not mean anything for for our, our season's outlook and success. I mean, our goal, first goal is to win our district. and and in order to do that, we've got to beat Northern Valley this week. And so I told the kids that after the game and said, hey, this one's – enjoy it for the moment, but we've got a, probably a bigger game next Friday against Northern Valley at home. And uh, they're undefeated. They're I think they're ranked number two in the state. So we're going to get their best shot, and that's something we're looking forward to um, for sure. It's kind of – we've had a little – nice little rivalry with Northern Valley, I guess, probably in the past five, six, seven years since this, this group of seniors was in junior high that's kind of – They've always been uh, first place and runner-up in league, first place and runner-up in district and football, basketball, track, whatever it was, all the way since this group of seniors was in sixth grade. So um, for us to have a big game, big matchup like that, again, this week, I think the the kids are going to rise to the challenge. And I talked to some of the seniors yesterday after practice, and they said, ah, we enjoyed the Ashland win, but we we really are focused on Valley, and we want to go. We want to go beat beat Northern Valley and set ourselves up good for, for our district run. No, it should be another great game between Shyland and Northern Valley. And one more here, and once again, it's just because I'm a media head and I can talk look ahead a little bit, but you know, your first four games were, were challenging opponents. Ashland, Weskin, Cheyenne Wells, Northern Valley. These these are all very challenging. Then you've got Greeley County, Western Plains, Healy, Tri Plains, Brewster, Golden Plains, all good teams, maybe not on the same level as the first four. So how much is it how much is it as a coach a challenge? to get your guys, you know, up for these upcoming games, even though they may not be as big as ones that they've played? Um, yeah, it, it certainly we've got to stay focused every week, and we'll do different things at practice just to give ourselves a challenging look and to stay locked in in the games. But I think what, what kind of keeps us going, what I in my mind what's going to work for us good this year is uh, 
told you that uh, previously when we talked, we've got 17 kids out this year. Um, and these upcoming four games we get past this week, we're going to have a lot of opportunities to get a lot of other kids on the field um, and, and showcase, I mean, some of our sophomores and freshmen and even some of our seniors that aren't getting a ton of time right now. Um, just showcase what those kids can do as well. And so that, I think for those guys that aren't getting a lot of minutes right now, there are scout team guys at practice, but I've told them you guys are going against one of the better teams in the state every day at practice. And that will soon, that will pay off for you when you get to start getting game time. I mean, you guys will be able to go in and do your stuff and we'll do it well also. So that's kind of what, what I'm hoping is going to be a motivating factor for us. And, the, for the guys, the starters, the first group guys, I mean, hey, we're going to go out and we're going to do our thing and we're going to execute like we have to into the into the playoff run. But for them, it, the goal is going to be to uh, handle their business so we can get some of those other guys in as well. So No, absolutely. Chris Walden, head coach of the Shylin Cougars, who are off to a 3-0 and start in a big game coming up Friday taking on Northern Valley up there in Bird City. Thank you, Coach. Really do appreciate the time. Um, I'm glad you're back safely after getting back at 3 o'clock in the morning, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road, okay? Sounds great, Ross. Thank you. Once again, great stuff. Uh, Chris Walden. <laughs> Can you just think about that? You left at 11, They left at 11.30, got down there, played a football game that kicked off at 7 Central. Then they got back home at 3.30, Almost four, three thirty in the morning. Oh my gosh, that's that's college stuff right there in in high school. It's unbelievable, unbelievable how far they got to travel. But a huge win and another very big game coming up Friday against a three and Northern Valley Valley team. That should be a dandy of a football game up there in Bird City. All right, we'll take a break. Come back, get you my NFL Week Two thoughts in our final segment next here on the Morning Blitz. <laughs> 